today we're going to continue reading the Gospel of Truth, which is also more properly perhaps called the Val a Valentinian Meditation on the Gospel. The link I just sent is the main page translation we'll continue working from. This is translated by Kendrick Grobel, uh, taken from his book in 1960 called um, Valentinian, the Gospel of Truth, <laughs> Valentinian Meditation on the Gospel. So you see there was there's lots of wonderful scholarship that's 50 years old plus plus. Uh, last time we began the reading in detail uh, and I'll just go through it quickly and then start the new material. The new material down the page you'll see is associated with uh, Grobel's page 42. The section is called The Plot of Plane, P-L-A-N-E. And this word, plane, I'll send you a link for the Greek etymology, means a wandering. Hey, hey. Uh, also means error, or deceit, uh, or delusion, or sin. A deviant behavior, departure from what God says is true. An error that results in wandering or roaming into sin. So there is an old um, association of wandering as wandering from a path of righteousness, wandering from um, the home of the Father, the way of wandering from, from the positive spiritual path. It's an error, it's a deceit, it's feminine, unfortunately, so it's been personified as a female. Uh, but that's the next section where we start the new material, reviewing, not reviewing, but just reading over where we've gone before from Grobel, page 32, the start of the Gospel, the Valentinian Meditation on the Gospel. This, or the, the Gospel of Truth, meaning this, the Gospel in general, this Gospel, uh, this text, but also the Gospels of, that later became the New Testament, or uh, of the Apostles. The Gospel, the gospel of truth is a joy for those who've received the boon or gift through the Father of truth, of knowing it, meaning knowing the gospel, by virtue of the word, by virtue of the logos, who came from the pleroma, the word or the logos, who is in the thought and mind of the Father, the logos, who is called the soter, the Savior, that being the name, Miss Soteria or Soter, the name of the work he is to do. Uh, the Logos is to do the work of, of salvation. For the redemption of those who were agnostic or not Gnostic, agnostic of the Father, when the name or when the Logos, something what, did its work, meaning the, the gospel of truth or Yeshua's gospel, whatever they're referring to is joy for those who've received such a gift uh, from the Heavenly Father, or I would say the One Infinite Creator, to receive the boon or the gift of being able to know it by virtue of the Word, knowing the Father through the Son, uh, knowing the truth of the Father through the Logos, the Word, the, the second principle that came from the Pleroma. So in some ways we're saying, it's indicating that the Pleroma or Divine Realm is above the octave, or is uh, of the Logos, not necessarily in the uh, aeon, the realm of the Aeons or the powers. It's pre-creational. So the Logos that came from the Pleroma, the Logos that is in the thought and mind of the Father or its source, the Logos that is a Soter or Savior, uh, and that's the name, its name is uh, the name of its work, save it, salvation. For those who are not Gnostic or not aware of the Father uh, or the name, this Gospel or Yeshua's Gospel is a manifestation of the hoped for, the treasure trove of those who seek it, meaning this Gospel is what we're the way to truth is what what many are hoping for 
uh, of, for those who seek. And indeed, the totality have been searching after that, meaning searching for the way back to the Father. Uh, and all along, on page 40, the totality uh, were within him, meaning the pleroma also is in the Father, the unthinkably incomprehensible one whose choicer, or better, than any thought above thinking. Whilst this not knowing the Father or a Gnostic condition became an anguish and a terror, the anguish condensed like a fog so that none could see. And that's uh, very much the condition, the condition of uh, being veiled in 3D physical. But in some ways, it's the condition of all beings in samsara or all higher dimensions. So there, so there are multiple characters we have to get a sense of. First, there's a discussion of the gospel and then the Heavenly Father, the Father of Truth, and then the Logos, or the Word that comes forth from it, or from the Pleroma, or Divine Realm of the Heavenly Father. This Word and Logos is a Savior. It's a Savior for those who don't have the Gnostic understanding, and the totality of creatures are searching for that, or the way back to the Father. It's important in the Gnostic uh, theology or cosmology that not knowing the Father becomes or gets condensed into this anguish and terror and fog and then that goes to um, plane or um, error or wandering the wandering the deceit or error associated with wandering away and then the strengthening of illusion the strengthening of ignorance and that's global page 42, the plot of Plane. Because of this, Plane took confidence. She set to work upon her substance, uh, the substance of, um, of the fog, of the not knowing. She set to work upon her substance, this is global 44, in a void in her ignorance of the truth. She was at work upon a molded figure, preparing as best she could with beauty, a substitute for truth, and so we have now the beginnings of of another god or a demiurge or the the diatheistic view that there's another um, object of worship in 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 creation, which is the false way or the way of error and deceit, and um, that which is uh, unaware of uh, the Father and hasn't been saved the substitute for the truth. But this did not mean a defeat for him, the unthinkably incomprehensible one back to the Father, for they were not nothing. They were empty. <laughs> this anguish and this forgetting and this deceitful figure, this molded figure, in a way you can say that's a demiurge, you can say that that's a substitute god or a false god, a false song of globalism, <laughs> like that a false idol, that kind of thing. And then this deceitful figure, they were not, this anguish, this forgetting, this deceitful figure, uh, were ultimately empty, whereas abiding in truth is unchangeable, unperturbed, unembellishable, and the recommendation is therefore look with scorn upon Plane. She was so rootless, meaning without connection to the Father, and unfortunately, again, this is a personification into a, a woman of error and deceit and um, mistaken um, mistaken path uh, or mistake a mistaken idol or goal put into a she. Meanwhile, Sophia or wisdom or the way back to the father also is personified or hypos hypostatized actually into a female. Look with scorn upon Plane, for she was so rootless she was in a fog concerning the father occupied with preparing labors and forgettings and terrors by means of these she might entice those of the middle meaning the psychic and take them captive Plane's forgetting uh, was not a defined manifestation it did con did not constitute something dot 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 with the father it was empty this forgetting did not arise under the hand of the father though it did arise because of him and what arises in him in him is gnosis which made its appearance in order that forgetting might be destroyed and the Father be known. 
since forgetting arose because the father was not known then from that moment on when the father becomes known forgetting will not be and that's um, how awakening destroys avidya or ignorance and each time one has a perception of unity belief in duality uh, dissolves further you can't really not know what you've seen you can forget or live in error and forgetting uh, or wandering away temporarily um, but there is a one-to-one kind of correspondence the more gnosis the less um, forgetting the more uh, awakening to non-duality the less the fewer the desires um, associated with duality arise even and so like the teaching you cannot serve two masters you're either going up or you're going down you're either going right or going left you're either polarizing or depolarizing there there is certain um, rigidity to the consequences of, of, of spiritual choice or choice in life so since forgetting arose because the father was not known from that moment on when the father becomes known forgetting will not be this is the gospel of that which him whom something they are seeking the gospel of which we're seeking has revealed him to the initiate and this comes from initiatic teaching through the mercies of the father as the secret mystery and then what is the mystery the mystery is the role of Yeshua Jesus the Christ through whom it has illumined illumined those who by reason of forgetting were in the darkness it illumined them and it gave them a way capital W and the way is the truth which it showed them and so Yeshua as the way as the Soter as a representative of the Logos as offering individual and collective humanity the way out of darkness out of forgetting out of third density recycling into the deathless um, not you know not not the same as Gautama's deathless out of the octave but um, leaving third density is leaving death it's leaving materiality there's a very very important conquest over death motif or reality metaphysically and for personal experience for uh, associated with with harvestability or graduation out of their density uh, moving into the kingdom of heaven on earth or 4d positive it's very critical actually and so the the point of esoteric christianity which is uh, the root of gnosticism is very much uh, uh, revealing the particular esoteric way given by Yeshua to earth humanity both exoteric and esoteric actually in terms of virtue but also initiatic um, sacraments the sacraments are initiatic paths or ways of or initiatic practices like bridal chamber or baptism whatever the, the multiple sacraments of the Christian church were all were uh, earlier Gnostic adept practices. These are more esoteric techniques given to the initiates, while the exoteric teachings of early Christianity, Gnostic, which is Gnosticism, are particularly virtue and um, right view, which is also enough for harvestability. It gave them a way, and the way is the truth which it showed them. And because of that <laughs> offering of the way uh, from Yeshua, because of this, Plane was enraged at it, she persecuted it, she was endangered by it, and brought to naught or nothing. He was nailed to a tree, he became a fruit of Father Gnosis, but it has not, uh, which is an interesting way of describing crucifixion, but it has not destroyed any because they ate it, meaning the fruit that Yeshua offers on the cross, but it granted those who ate it to become a rejoicing over his finding, rejoicing over his finding and his showing of the way, that he found in him and that they found him in them, this unthinkably incomprehensible one, the Father, the perfect one, him who created the totality, in whom the totality is and whom the totality lacks. <laughs> so this goes back and forth. For he withheld within himself their completeness, 
which he had not given the totality. So this this teaching sort of winds back and forth. There's a rejoicing uh, of the um, believers and the initiates over Yeshua's finding and offering or showing of the way, finding his showing to be finding within ourselves the Father. The kingdom of heaven is within. Finding he found them in him, (laughs) Yeshua or the Father, found those who were seeking, and those who were seeking found the God within or the Father in the heart. And this, again, the term, the, the, the Father terminology here, incomprehensible one, Father, perfect one, him who created the totality, meaning the pleroma and all creation. And yet this totality or pleroma or a creational realm lacks the Father in some way. And it's really the distinction between intelligent energy and intelligent infinity. And this is he, the Father, withheld within himself their completeness, which he had not given the totality. And now the next section begins the withheld completeness. Uh, And the text reads, He did not begrudge it them, the Father, for what grudging is there which could be between him and his members, meaning the Father and the seekers. For if the way of this aeon, or age, had something, dot, 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 words are lost, had prevailed, they would not have been able to come to the Father, who withholds within himself their completeness, who gives it to them as a return to himself and as a gnosis, a gnosis characterized by perfection, he who made the totality in whom and in whom the totality is and whom the totality lacked. It's like the situation of a person with whom there are some who are unacquainted. That person is wont to desire that they know him and thus love him. For what was it that the totality lacked but the gnosis of the Father? And in this section that I just read, the withheld completeness, um, there's, uh, again, an elaboration on what is lacking. Are are we lacking? Is the pleroma or the totality or the created realms, are they lacking something? Well, the idea is that yes, yes, they are, and no, they aren't. Yes and no. Uh, This notion, uh, what they're really saying is, if if God is, as God or the Father is infinite and all-powerful, why are we not saved right now? Why are we not with the Father right now? Why is there a problem? Why has there been some wandering? Why are we, why, if God exists, why do we suffer? Why is there a path? And this is a a question that some skeptics or uh, atheists have uh, struggled with. Um, or religious people too. If God is all powerful, why do why does suffering continue on and on? Uh, if He's real, He'll do everything I want, or He'll make a universe as I wish it to be. And this addresses this this withheld completeness. Something is withheld, and that is perhaps the philosophical basis for what seems to me a confusion in maybe Martianite Gnosticism, ditheism of the Demiurge having created the material world. It's not quite that's that way. I Ra would you know, Ra would say, and I think anybody would realize the one infinite created all. But there is something lacking in the octave. Is it it it's ultimately both I would say um, non-infinite, the, the non-infinite consciousness or awareness of beings in the octave, and their, the existence of beingness in the octave that is uh, ultimately um, born of or tied to intelligent energy itself, which is polarized, which is a concept, the concept of light. <laughs> so there is something wrong with uh, the octave, we can say. It's not really 
uh, I, I, it's obviously, in my view, not a proof of the no God or something, but there is a, there are some essential deficiencies um, in in awareness and thus experience of beings in the octave because of the very existence of vibration or intelligent energy and the 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 illusory nature the illusion of limits the very nature of the substance of the octave light intelligent energy and therefore awareness or consciousness associated with all beings in the octave is an expression of i think what the gnostics were calling this withheld completeness and so they get to the issue of begrudge is the father you know, holding a grudge against us he did not begrudge it to them, meaning to beings or seekings, the Father. What grudging could there be between him and his members or um, his, um, you know, the, the, the manifestation of his infinity being, being us or all seekers? There is no grudge going on. <clears throat> but there is an issue in, this, in the age of the aeon or in the pleroma or in the created realms uh, where beings are not uh, automatically in in the heart of the Father. There is a work to do. The Father withholds within himself their completeness, meaning, is sort of saying that it's God's will that we're not Buddhas right now. <laughs> it's God's will or the Logoic will or the will of the higher, uh, of the Heavenly Father, the One Effect Creator, that there are beings uh, experiencing um, incompleteness suffering and needing work to do that's the father's doing too which is a very interesting way it's uh, to look at it um, and that's why some atheists or uh, black magicians uh, hate God because they think oh all this suffering is due to God in a way that's true it's it's not that you know the, the laws of karma by which pain comes <laughs> or suffering is formed by mind uh, those those karmic laws are made by the father, so this this whole issue of um, grudge no grudge, or the authorship of suffering and pain, going ultimately back to the father, but uh, being part of a of cosmic design or divine plan, is very subtle. So anyway, the father within hold, withholds within himself their completeness. He gives it to them, the seekers, as a return, or when they return, or when we return to the Logos. And as a gnosis, or realization, gnosis characterized by perfection, he who made the totality, in whom totality is, but then the totality lacked, like a person that people don't know, the person wants or desires that people know him and love him, for that reason, um, for what for what was it that the totality lacked, meaning it doesn't, we lack, <laughs> but the totality or the pleroma or the creational worms, worlds don't really lack, yet there is work to do, and that's the plan, which basically then, you know, includes, it seems to me, uh, the Heavenly Father as the source of suffering. Mm, that's part of the plan. Unfortunately, it's the catalyst for what could, could be called parts returning to the source. So, this new section, the teacher of the book, um, is about the life of Yeshua, starting on Global 56. He became a quiet and leisurely guide. In a school he appeared. He spoke the word in the capacity of a teacher. And in brackets, there came forth those, there came forth those who in their own hearts only were wise, testing him, but he put them to shame because they were empty. They hated him because they were not truly wise men. And these are the enemies of Yeshua. After all these, there came forth also little children, those to whom applies, theirs is the gnosis of the Father, meaning their awareness is of the Father, the awareness of the little children as opposed to those who uh, thought they were wise, testing him. Theirs is the gnosis of the Father. 
when they, meaning the little children who came to Yeshua, when they became strong, they had been taught about the face forms of the Father. And um, it's not explained and it's not understood by the translator what that means. It could be the characteristics of the appearance of the Father or the source of all that is our destination. When they became strong, they, the, the little children who also came to Yeshua, in his capacity as a teacher. They had been taught about the face forms or the forms of the appearance of the Father. They knew, they were known, they were glorified, they glorified. This living book of the living had been revealed in their heart. This living book of the living. And um, this is sort of the knowing of the Father and higher dimensional beings of who is seeking, who has activated spirit complex who is working from fourth chakra and above, who's made contact with intelligent infinity or um, activated sixth chakra, seventh chakra in coordination with the lower centers, enough to be uh, consciously seeking light that's known by higher beings, that's akin to the book of the living. Because the idea is that the hylic, the material, living, the, the 3D repeating, the, the mind of the 3D repeating, the mind, the psychology, or the consciousness, or the mind that that leads to 3D repeating, is the mind that hasn't sufficiently um, met the Father, made contact with intelligent infinity, opened the heart chakra, activated love, who are still dead, and and so 3D repeating is very much associated with death, and and incarnation in third density uh, is very much associated with death, and. Um, sex and death, <laughs> Woody Allen discusses, and desire and death are very linked, or sensual desire and death. And so, uh, Kamaloka, Katama called this realm, the desire realm, and desire leads to death. Uh, just in the sense that desire leads to, there's nothing wrong, no problem, but it's associated with acquiring that which is impermanent and passes and will pass away while the, the higher dimensions, 4th and 5th and 6th and on, are associated with, with a greater substantiality of light. And so, this Book of the Living is very much um, an analogy, I would say, for those who have proven their, their desire to be filled in light, not simply to seek material pleasure or well-being. So, this living Book of the Living had been revealed in their heart the book that is written in the thought and mind of the Father, and which, since the foundation of the totality, is within his incomprehensibility, this book which none could take, because that remained for him who was to take it and be slain. None could have been revealed of those who believed in salvation if had not appeared that book. And so now we have another another figure or character, the book. And so the book of the living, uh, written in the thought and mind of the Father, uh, has a timelessness to it, is, since the foundation of the totality is within the incomprehensibility of the Father. And uh, this is also, um, I think, a Gnostic nod to the importance of oral teachings, meaning spoken teachings uh, between uh, uh, initiator and initiates. It's very much an oral tradition at, at that point. And, and the esoteric way is very much uh, associated with spoken word, which you can call a book because it's, it's the essence of what makes a book, which is the word. This book, which none could take because that remained for him who was to take it, I'm not sure what that means, and be slain. None could have been revealed if it had not appeared that book. So there's something, there's also um, an idea that Yeshua's life was um, the manifestation of the book of the living, a book of the living from the Father for those who are seeking to return. 62, this is uh, Grobel going on, Spake Grobel's page 62, Jesus suffers for the book. This is why the Merciful One, the Faithful One, Jesus, or Yeshua, was patient to endure the sufferings 
until he took that book, for he knows that this death of his means life for many. As in the case of a not yet open testament, the estate of the dead master of the house remains concealed, so also was the case of the totality, the pleroma, which was concealed while the father of the totality was invisible, being a unit within himself, out of whom all the mayit are wont to go forth. I'll explain these things later. This is why Jesus appeared. He opened that book. He was nailed to a tree. He fastened the testamentary disposition from the Father to the cross. Oh, such magnanimity, such that he draws himself downward to death while eternal life enclothes him having divested himself of these perishing rags, the body, he clothed himself with the imperishability which none has power to take from him, having gone into the empty mayit of the terrors, he passed through those who, though through forgetting, were naked, becoming a gnosis, Yeshua becoming a gnosis, and a completion as he proclaims what is in the heart of the Father to teach them who accept instruction. <laughs> so you can see how um, some things like Jesus going to hell for three days uh, may have come out of uh, an earlier esoteric tradition of what Yeshua was doing on the cross. So suffering for the book is allowing himself to be nailed to the tree, to the wood, for the sake of humanity, that they may, that the, that humanity or this, those the little children may be included in the book of the living, or in the in in the community of those who uh, appreciate love light, of those who are seeking love light, which is very much fourth chakra, sixth chakra activations. The merciful one, the faithful one, Yeshua, sounds like uh, Islamic talk, right? Allah the merciful. The merciful one, the faithful one, Yeshua was patient, he endured sufferings because he's uh, offering something through his willing allow, allowance to be killed, offering to um, humanity, to the little children, and even to planet Earth for harvestability. He knows that this death of his means life for many, um, as with in the case of a not yet open testament, meaning like the will of someone who died or a state of a dead master, uh, also was the case of totality, meaning the pleroma or the divine realms or the way to the Father, was still concealed, uh, and Yeshua opened uh, this testament, this document, this book of the living. So you can say the New Testament means the new book of the living. The Old Testament is the old book of the living, uh, the Father's book of, or um, community of those sincerely seeking love light. So a not yet open testament um, was opened with um, Yeshua willing to be nailed to the cross, um, which was a, uh, a revealing of pleroma, or the way to the Father, the way, the soter of the Word back to its source, Heavenly Father. So it was concealed, but Yeshua's suffering for the book, which means for the community of the true seekers, um, allowed the revelation of the book. While the Father was, a Father of the totality was invisible, was a unit within himself, and some of this is not understood, meaning the completeness of the Father was separate off from or was not yet clearly available. And, you know, that's the truth, meaning what, what, what revelation was available to humanity 2,000 years ago uh, as a pure way out of third-density recycling? I don't know if there was any. There was lots of worship of lots of deities, but to what extent was an encouragement of the qualities of love and compassion? To what extent were, was, was any religion, other than Buddhism, actually, which was, however, um, a different dispensation, 
and really for a different book of the living, I'd say. Uh, but I don't think there really was any uh, universalist religious tradition emphasizing love and compassion uh, and a way out of suffering or death uh, to earth humanity uh, before Yeshua arrived. There was no um, green ray book, perhaps, other than Buddhism, which was really um, a little too esoteric for um, the majority of earth humanity. So the father of totality, what had been invisible, had been concealed before this revelation of the testament, revealing of the concealed uh, of the book of the living or the community of the of those who are seeking and part of what Yeshua offered I would say is uh, a connection between uh, those souls in 3D who are seeking and higher dimensional beings in the aeons not the archons the powers of the pleroma the aeons higher dimensional beings who can help us or help humanity move out of third density and not only a revealing of the concealed or a way to the Father, but also um, a community linkage between confederation and earth humanity seeking harvestability. How about that? So, out of whom, in 4064, uh, going on, it's a little esoteric here, um, it was the case of totality, 62, sorry, going back and forth, was concealed while the Father of the totality was invisible being a unit within himself, out of whom all the mayet are wont to go forth. This word mayet, M-A-E-I-T, uh, footnote 113. <laughs> the global says this must be a new technical term. Anyway, it's, um, you can say, all the creatures or all the beings are wont to go forth from the Father. Uh, this word may it but it goes on this is why Jesus appeared he opened that book and that's um, very esoteric actually and and has many many meanings I've which I've explored some of them already he was nailed to a tree fastened to fastened the testamentary disposi disposition from the father to the cross super esoteric the body uh, Yeshua allowing his body to be nailed to the tree is a fastening of a testamentary disposition from uh, the one infinite creator to that cross or to 3D and to the humanity. This very esoteric, as I've said before, there was a metaphysical linkage established by that crucifixion. Fastening the testamentary disposition of from the Father to the cross or a linkage between 3D space-time and the Logos. Through all the aeons and powers of the Confederation, 6th, 5th, 4th dimensional positive beings, calling them ET is very silly. How about beings of the aeons in the Pleroma? A linkage between the, the Logos, the mm, aeons of the Pleroma, meaning the powers of... Um, the octave and greater beings of love light and those uh, that are going to be caring for humanity and assisting beings and to the physic and to the to humanity as a whole to the little children or those that are seeking love and light those whose names already inscribed in the book to the initiates to the followers of other traditions and to the physical material physical space-time planet itself to the minerals of the planet, to the elements of the planet of 3D, to the first dimensional elemental, second dimensional um, plant kingdom, the tree, the wood, and to humanity. This was a very, this the crucifixion thus operates at multiple dimensional levels metaphysically, exactly as it's written here, fastening a testamentary disposition from the Father to the cross, to the planet, to humanity, to the seekers, uh, and, and up through the powers of the aeon or the 
higher dimensional beings of the octave positive beings up through to the Logos. Oh, such magnanimity, it says, such that he draws himself downward to death while eternal life enclothes him. And this downward to death is like going to hell for three days. Having divested himself of these perishing rags, meaning the body, he clothed himself, clothed himself with the imperishability which none has power to take from him. Right? Hired negative entities, those who killed him on earth, and, um, you know, the archons of the demiurge and all the negative powers, minor powers and principalities, can't stop a being of um, committed love light from being graduating and living in fourth density, fifth density, sixth density, higher dimensional positive realms. The way to the Father is not blocked by the negatives, except as we uh, block ourselves, except as we remain in distortion uh, only to the degree that we, we retain our binding. We maintain lower chakra blockages or uh, attachment, you know, grasping aversion and ignorance. Only as we uh, grasp tight our distortions and blockages does negativity have a power to prevent our, our way forward. But ultimately the power to move forward is ours. And so Yeshua clothes himself with imperishability, cannot die after he get got rid of the dying rags, meaning the body. Having gone into the empty, what? The empty mayat of the terrors. <laughs> and here, there is some discussion of maybe this is the descent to hell. Uh, those who were naked through forgetting are all men before the coming of the sun. The whole realm of plane, or the forgetting, the world without good news. So there's a lot of this empty mayat of the terrors it may be actually uh, associated with what later came to be the descent to hell for three days. Gone into the empty mayat, what, empty realm of the forgetting of Plane, he passed through those who, maybe he went up through the lower astral plane on his way out of third density. <laughs> he went up and out, but up through first uh, lower, dimension, you know, lower realms of time-space astral. Passed through those who, through forgetting, were naked. He became a gnosis and a completion, proclaiming what's in the heart of the Father, and teaching them who instruct, who accepted instruction, meaning not all beings in hell want instruction. Lots and lots of earth humanity is in a lot of pain, psychic pain, a lot of dukkha, but they don't want instruction. <laughs> they reject uh, instruction or help um, and remain in pain. Lots of people. I get emails like that and I see it online, people who uh, torment themselves by attacking others uh, and don't want instruction from soul. Next section, the, books, the book grants completion. So we're talking the book of the living. But those who, this is global page 68, but those who are to accept instruction, viz. the living, meaning the living who are inscribed in the book of the living, are taught apart, alone, receiving themselves from the Father, receiving something from the Father, or receiving instruction, receiving themselves from the Father, they turn to Him again, the Father. Since the totality's completion is in the Father, it is necessary for totality, the pleroma, or beings in the, in the octave, to go upward to Him. When one knows then one is wont or likely to receive those things that are his own, and is wont or wanting or desiring to draw them to himself. For he who is an agnostic lacks, meaning the person who doesn't have Gnostic understanding is lacking, and it is a great thing that he lacks, for he lacks that which would complete him. Great thing meaning it's very significant, <laughs> what he's lacking. He lacks that which would complete him. Since the totality's completion is in the Father, and since it is necessary for the totality to go upward to Him, and for each person to receive the things that are His own, He, the Father, he pre-inscribed them in the book, having prepared for this those who came forth out of Him. Those whose name He foreknew at the end were called, 
just as each one who has gnosis, it is he whose name the Father has pronounced. <laughs> so, that is the section the book grants completion. About the Book of the Living, and how it gets inscribed, and the nature of such inscription, saying, those who are to receive accept instruction, not only those on the lower astral, but humanity, or the little children, or seekers, how to receive instruction, this, in, this receiving of instruction is the inscription, the living ones being inscribed in the Book of the Living. Living really means light-filled. It means seeing more than the material. It means seeing the uh, realms where there is no death, because you see uh, dying out of space-time in fourth and fifth and sixth density, dying or at the end of incarnations in space-time, in higher dimensions, four, five, six, and so on, that dying is not really a dying. It's really very fully consciously aware um, transiting out of a form into uh, another lighter form. It's, there, there is no forgetting there. And so, it, it, and the nature of what's lost is very, very minor compared to our experience of death and dying and living and losing um, in this dimension. So, um, 3D and the material way and the way of being without gnosis is the way of death. And that's why many teachers, Yeshua and Gautama, talked about freedom from death. Those who are to instruction, to accept instruction, being inscribed in the Book of the Living, they're taught apart, alone, and then they receive from, from the Father. And this is a very, you know, root Christian and, um, you know, Abrahamic religion, uh, and, or any um, monotheistic religion or theistic religion view, is that all comes from God. Nityananda said, everyone is God. You can say that, that karma comes from God and all that occurs is God's will. But that doesn't, that, that doesn't eliminate human agency and free will and karma. Uh, human agency and free will is here. Uh, choices have consequences. Good seed makes good fruit. Bad seed makes bad fruit. Whatever good and bad means, if you can understand it. Uh, nevertheless, you can say all comes from God or all is the will of the Father. Then they turn to him again after instruction. The totality's completion is in the Father, meaning there is no completion for us outside union with the Logos. It's necessary for the totality or all beings in the octave to go upward to him, meaning up through higher dimensions. And higher dimensions doesn't exclude lower. It's inclusive of the lower. Sixth density life um, has some mastery or some great... Uh, power or um, integration of all lower densities too. It's not six and everything below it is is unknown. Uh, higher dimensional uh, soul progression is inclusive of all the lower dimensions or other uh, previous uh, dimensional experiences and distillations. He, when one knows, then one is wont to receive those things that are his own. When one knows the Father, one is <laughs> likely and longing to receive um, the way to the Father and return to the completeness. Want to draw them to himself, being seeking the Father, the Father seeking those that seek the Father. For he who is a, no a Gnostic, or the, the one who is not yet inscribed in the Book of the Living, is lacking and yet, and it's a great thing, meaning it's a big thing he's lacking, or those that are not aware of the higher realms, meaning fourth and fifth and sixth chakra, <laughs> consciousness levels, and higher dimensions. Those who are without that awareness have a great lack. The materialists, the skeptics, the debunkers, the people who think that they're going to expire after the last breath. <laughs> those who will be surprised uh, after the body falls to the dirt. Uh, what they're lacking is a great lack. What they lack is that which would complete them. They will remain incomplete. And on the other side, they will be very surprised, like Howard Storm was. Totality's completion, or the completion of beings in the octave, or um, the aeons in the Pleroma, completion is in the Father, only with freedom from the octave, return to the Logos. Therefore, it's necessary for the totality or for beings in the totality to keep seeking, go upward to him. For each person to receive the things that are his own, each is to become more and more what you are. 
he, the Father, pre-inscribed them. This is the time element where uh, what we see as our future awakening has been before time existed. The timelessness of, of, of apparent progression through time in the octave. He, the Father, pre-inscribed them, having prepared for this, meaning <laughs> what is at the end was known and completed at the beginning. Completion is completion. So we experience incompleteness and lack, but the Father or the Logos, uh, the Source, uh, experiences completeness, which means that all that we think we haven't done has been done, and the end uh, was fully experienced before the start. Those who came forth out of him, meaning uh, those that are on the path of seeking, uh, have been pre-inscribed in this Book of the Living, uh, and then those whose name he foreknew, I mean, all beings achieve complete and perfect enlightenment, it's just a matter of time. Those that the Father foreknew at the end were called, and that's like the Judgment Day kind of uh, mythology. Just as each one who has Gnosis, it's he whose name the Father has pronounced. <laughs> and so next time we'll start with this section called Meditation I on the Name, <laughs> or Meditation on the Name, or the Meditation of I, or I-ness on the Name. I'm not sure, but uh, we see the the. It's a very very fine metaphysics here, actually. Uh, although the, the powers of creation, the aeons in the pleroma, the all beings in the octave emerge from the Father, which who is total completeness. There was a withholding of that completeness from the beings uh, or the powers in the octave in the pleroma for the purpose of the return. And Yeshua offered um, a path or the first path or uh, a broad path uh, for beings in third density to go out of death to eternity, which ultimately is first harvestability to 4D positive, but really uh, freedom from the octave, essentially. So <laughs> Yeshua guides us into fourth density uh, up to higher self, and Gautama guides us from higher self um, into eighth density in the ranks of the guardians. So, the teacher, the teacher out of death is Yeshua, and the teacher beyond vibration is Gautama. How about that? So, next time, we will start at this final section, Meditation I on the Name, global page 74, and then move on to the next sections as well as we can. And maybe I won't do this kind of review next time, but I felt it was important to do this time because it was requested and I felt it necessary. And um, it's my you know, challenge to get into harmony, synchrony with the uh, consciousness of this teaching, of, this, of the beings that provided these teachings. Um, that's okay. So anyway, thank you for being here today. I wish you uh, return to your completeness and um, joy in, uh, in He who uh, is our source. Uh, take good care, see you next time, and good night.